Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. (laughs) Good morning, all y'all. I'm Robin Holstein, and this is the Holstein House broadcast. It's Tuesday, October the 10th, 2023, and this is episode 105 of the Holstein House broadcast, answering your questions on hosting a B&B from your home, your food pantry, your food preparation and storage questions, and more. On today's broadcast, we're going to talk, if we have time, on handling cancellations, poultry coops, delight them or not delight them, managing personal expectations, and more. We are pre-recorded this morning due to a schedule conflict So I'm just going to jump right in and uh, we're going to start with around the house. Around the house is where we talk a little bit about the bed and breakfast and and quick camp. There's not a lot going on with quick camp, but um, upcoming upcoming reservations, trials and tribulations (laughs) and things related to that. And uh, uh, we do talk a little bit about direct booking. I'm not going to go into a lot about direct booking today. But uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Airbnb and AirBTC this morning. So our guest for Saturday, we had a guest for sa- scheduled for Saturday. Uh, she ended up canceling. And it happens. I don't get too tore up about it. I do have my Airbnb um, uh, cancellation policy set pretty tough. So that uh, last minute cancellations get uh, no um, no reimbursements at all. But sometimes I will make an exception. And it depends. Depends on how the person approaches me. It depends on their tone. It depends on a whole lot of things. It's very subjective. And that's okay. Because it's my money I'm either giving back or not. So I had a lady stay. She actually had booked two nights uh, in a row. Well, not in a row, but two nights at the same time. So she's coming down or she's coming up from uh, North Carolina to go to a conference in Ohio. She's staying here on her way up and she booked her room for on the way back as well. She showed up. No problem. She got here in good time. We had some good conversation. Uh, she asked, you know, good questions about, you know, places to eat, what's everyone's schedule like so she can get in and get dressed in the, the next morning before she leaves. And um, just a little bit of, of stuff. She wasn't real talkative, but she was more talkative than some. Some will walk in and they don't even say boo. You know, <laughs> they just come in. Where's my room? Where's the bathroom? I'm going to eat. See you later. You know, and that's fine, too. Well, she was a little bit talkative. talkative. We um, um, chatted a little bit in the room as she was getting her things up the stairs and put away. And she took her time on her way out. She uh, she was uh, I didn't hold her tight to the uh, checkout time because I told her I didn't have anything coming in. I was getting ready for the thing at the church, getting the cart ready. So I didn't have a booking behind her that particular day. And um, it was okay if she took her time going. And And she said she didn't want any breakfast. Don't worry about that. And 
just a little bit of water and and uh, so she could take some medications her morning medications before she hit the road and stuff so um it it went fine it went fine and uh the day or the uh, the day she was to check in on Saturday, uh, coming back as she left the conference and was coming home, she s just canceled with no message. And it just said, you get an automated response. Hey, your guest canceled. Sorry about that. And the room's been released because she canceled fairly early in the morning. I mean, like, you know, real early in the morning. <laughs> so uh, I, I messaged her and I said, hey, is, you know, is there something that I can do? I see you canceled. And I, I hate to hear that. It happens. But is there something you need from me? Is there something I can help you out with? Because she had asked how late she could check in um, before she left her first day. And I said, well, since you've been here, you know, I, I know you're not a thug. <laughs> I can give you the combination to this little key box. And I showed her the key box. And I said, you can let yourself in if we're already in bed if you get in that late. And uh, I said, the only, you know, we get, I go to church the next day. This was Saturday, obviously. I go to church on Sunday, so I'll be getting up and, and heading out. And, you know, it's okay. No big deal. So I asked her, I said, is it something, you know, is it something about, you know, what time you get in and, and everything? And she replied back. She said, well, I'm traveling by myself. I'm going to be leaving Ohio later than I planned. And I don't want to be on the road that late. So what she was calling late was about nine o'clock, that she would get here about nine o'clock in the evening. And she said, I just don't want to be out that late on my own. And I, I totally understand that. Believe it or not, having been a woman traveling alone from time to time, I know it can be a little a little unnerving, you know, worrisome, especially in today's climate, to um, to try to be uh, out on the roads after dark very late. So, And it gets dark, you know, really early. It's uh, The birds are going to bed at 7 o'clock now. And it's really dark before then. So it uh, it's, I understood. And so I decided, and she had mentioned she realized that the cancellation policy was firm and um, she wouldn't get her money back. But I went ahead and rebated her part of that money. Um, I didn't give it all to her because I couldn't rebook the room. But I did give her some of the money back. And she sent me a thank you, you know, for that. And I told her, I said, I'm going to do this. I was actually at Sam's Club when um, when I heard from her about why she was canceling. And I messaged her. I said, I'm going to do this. It won't happen until later because I'm not at home. I can't do it from here. So um, I did. I refunded her some of her money. And I'm okay with that. It's no big deal. Um, because, you know, it's... She did book way in advance, which I thought was a little unusual for most of my guests. And I, I, she's having, she's putting out some money for another room. And I understand. I can relate. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, um, you know, giving her a little, a little leniency on this. And obviously, I didn't give her the full amount, but uh, I did give her some of it back. So I'm okay with that. And I, I. I'm just curious in your experience, would you have? Because although Airbnb's algorithm says, oh, you can rebook this room. If you're canceling early in the morning, you know, there's really not that time. You're looking at a last minute guest 
last minute guests are almost always a nightmare because they didn't plan to stay with you. They don't know what to expect. They usually haven't, well, most of them don't read it anyway, but they usually haven't read anything beyond the price and that there's a room available. So my experience with last minute bookings are just a nightmare. So I, I would be, I would be curious, would you have refunded anything? A little bit? All of it? None of it? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Now, <clears throat> AirBTC. AirBTC is a beta program where you, um, it's designed to act like Airbnb, but you are transacting in Bitcoin and or Satoshi because I don't charge <laughs> Bitcoin prices. <laughs> but um, it's it's a beta it's been a beta program and I signed up fairly soon after they announced it um, and 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 put my listing on there and hadn't heard anything forever from them. So I mentioned to you before that um, back in October, well, it's still October. Uh, on the third, I, met, I, I reached out to them and said, hey, what's up with this? I haven't heard anything. And I've noticed on the website, the number of, of, of properties that are listed hasn't changed in weeks. You know, are you still going venture or are you, you know, did it kind of crash? You know, what's going on? And I did hear back. I really did. I did hear back. And uh, it's from Andre Von Herden, I guess that's how you pronounce it. I, I don't no, for sure. Uh, founder, he says, uh, following our soft launch, which that was the beta, we've received some funding and have redone the entire site. However, in doing so, our current site has been somewhat neglected. We don't want to garner too much attention before our official launch. And also, all listings have to be ported manually by our team from the old site to the new. Look for an email soon yada 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 so there's that and i would be interested in your opinion as to whether this is a uh blowing smoke response or if this is if this is probably a legit response i'm not familiar familiar with this person who says he's the founder they have no money of mine they have uh, no account information to withdraw any funds or anything like that they don't have that kind of information from me so um I'm not concerned that they're going to bleed me dry or anything like that. I uh, I do wonder if this is um, if this is a standard response or if this is the kind of response that <sighs> just before they close all the doors and run to the Bahamas <laughs> that you get. Oh, goodness. So I, I'm curious about that. I would like to still continue working with AirBTC. I think the idea behind it is really good. Um, and I, I am interested in that market uh, to be able to accept, you know, uh, Bitcoin <clears throat> for uh, the room. Now, I have to admit, I'm going to be kind of scattered this morning because it's just been a tremendous, tremendously busy bunch of days there's a lot going on that I can discuss and there's a lot going on that I'm not going to discuss but um, 
I am going to move along. There's no, the general projects that I've talked about before, the dog house, which is the building we're going to rehab, the Ramsey house, which is one we've got to empty and take down, work on the bunker here, the basement. Um, and I tell you, I keep leaning towards cutting one of the live videos out because life just keeps getting in the way for this. I am constantly being asked to take on more and well why can't you do this as well you're already doing x why can't you add y and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit as of now i'm still going to do a live on friday oh gosh let me check the calendar first though um i am in pa not panic mode but panic mode uh my uh quarterly taxes are are due way do i have absolutely nothing ready for them nothing nothing i have not um been a good girl with my taxes and um i'm about to pay the piper for that here real quick that's an area that is totally my fault for not prioritizing um however the ability to prioritize is been blown all the smithereens for for weeks now swiss cheese somebody took birdshot to my ability to prioritize so i uh, don't have anything on the board for friday right now friday the 13th isn't that exciting friday the 13th in october uh, but so we'll still plan to have a live then so if you have made it this far and you're would rather be participating live and i understand that i really do uh, I ask you to hang out till Friday and let's meet meet up Friday morning at 10 and, and discuss that some more. The garden inside, outside, upside down, the garden is not just for summer. Uh, I didn't move those green peppers to the back porch and I told you I got that done. Um, and the garden scrap kitchen is like in the toilet because <laughs> I haven't been able to focus on it. Uh, I've just been pulled in so many directions. It's just crazy. The normal stuff, you know, the normal household responsibilities, the normal um, guest uh, house responsibilities, uh, the normal poultry responsibilities, and and then the church stuff that I've been doing for almost a year now. And it's really is really starting to catch up. The the cutbacks and I'll do that later have really begun catch up with me and I just absolutely cannot get it all done I can't but uh, so my poor little um celery are are just they kind of got stunted so they they started growing about I don't know two and a half inches or so and um they're kind of stuck because I I didn't get them watered good and the little head of cabbage is kind of pouting although the weather is cool and it loves the weather I, I haven't it has, doesn't have enough little roots on it to put it in any soil yet. So I haven't done that. <laughs> That's terrible. But the green peppers, they have green peppers about like this on the back porch. In that, and I showed you that little hothouse picture that I did the other day. And the it's got little green peppers about like that. It's, they're so cute. But it, they're hanging on. They're hanging on. I did lose one. I plopped it, plopped, uh, knocked it off there the other day. It had a little weird spot on the side. I don't know what that was. Maybe a frost bit. But we haven't had frost, but it's been kind of cold. Um, but uh, it it we'll we'll see. I haven't dropped the now. This little little greenhouse has that um, plastic clear plastic that you put on it, and it's got a little panel that zips down. So I still have that panel rolled up. I'm gonna have to start rolling it down a little bit 
um, especially in the evenings now, I think, because it's getting so cool. I haven't decided. I know, I don't think LEDs throw off enough heat to do it. But um, the old, old school incandescent lights would throw off enough heat to keep a little small area, like my dad used to say the doghouse, would keep it warm enough that it wouldn't frost inside. Now, I don't know that. I never tried it. But I know folks would use little, um, and it caused fires in chicken coops, would use an LED bulb on a platform with a, a piece of metal over it and then like the water dish sitting on top of that to keep water from freezing up in the wintertime. But uh, I don't know yet how I'm going to handle that. I I don't want to start a fire on my back porch. That would be terrible. But yeah, so that that's not doing my my onions are doing okay. There's still a few tomatoes hanging on the vines. Those vines need to hit the hit the compost sooner rather than later. Uh, I did. We did have somebody, and I'll talk a little bit about our uh, hot dog sale yesterday. But we did have somebody stop in that said he's he's trying to grow a tomato in the house. He's going to try to keep a vine in the house. He said he thinks it. You know, he thinks it'll work. So we'll see. I, I'm interested in. I, I might. I could try that. I I could try that if I had enough stuff cleared out of here. I could try that. Livestock. Here's where we talk about our chickens and ducks and any potential other. Uh, small livestock or small food sources. I don't have any rabbits yet. I haven't, I've got too much going on to try that. Although the neighbor out back continues to add to his collections of farm animals. Uh, the neighbor out back had a couple dogs, I think, taken away because they were biting people walking around in the community. And the uh, postal, the mail guy, it's a guy mostly, sometimes it's a girl, but it's a guy. Um, had threatened to refuse to deliver mail on that street because of the dogs and they were not able to keep them um, tied up. So I'm not sure. One of them bit like three or four times and it probably got euthanized. I don't know that for sure, but I suspect so. That person apparently has added three pigs or two because I think he already had one, three pigs to his collection. I'm not opposed to people having small livestock here in the community. We can do that. What I'm opposed to is your livestock being allowed to wander the streets. So this neighbor's, um, I think it's three. It may have been two. I couldn't see clearly uh, on, on a picture. Animals were two streets over. And I understand that he's getting goats, which is okay if you can keep them in your pen, in your yard. If you can't keep your, your livestock in your own yard, you've got a bigger problem. Because then they become nuisance and then and then they get reported and then you don't get to have them. But these folks, I don't, Toolman Tim was doing a, a, a talk on being a good community neighbor. And this, this family, they're not. They're letting, they're, they're getting out. Now, if they already had them and they were getting out, then okay, let's try to help him secure it. But what he's doing is he's getting these these animals before he has a secure place to put them, apparently, because they're wandering the street. So, I don't know. I haven't seen them yet. They were two streets over the wrong direction for me. But, but my chickens are still plugging away. I still think this is probably going to be their last winter because they're just really slowing down. Uh, I think we've probably got the maximum out of them that we're going to get. Yesterday, I got one egg. Now, I have on occasion had four eggs. Two of my green egg layers haven't laid eggs since summer. 
Um, and yesterday I got one white egg. So one of my leghorns didn't lay yesterday. Um, the ducklings, the hens, they're rocking now. Both girls are laying eggs now. The second girl started, her, her first egg was Saturday. So she was a week behind her sister, which is still strange to me because they were born the same, within 24 hours of each other. You know, she didn't hatch one out and hatch one out later, a, a week later. They, you know, so, but anyway, it's all good. So we've got duck eggs coming and these are smaller. These are more the size of a small, of a, a medium sized, medium to large um, uh, leghorn. They are. But they have been staying, they've been, they've, since we, um, since Mr. Holstein and I were able to make some repairs on the, the back part of the coop or the run, coop run, it's not the same, but I always say it the same. Um, the, the hens, have, all of my hens have been staying in. They haven't wanted to venture, venture out. They've all been staying in until I let them out of the evenings. And I've gone back to a schedule of only a couple hours out in the afternoon and part of the you know it's, it's been a whole cycle of reasons why I got away from that where I was letting them out early in the day and they were just out all day part of it was because it was good weather part of it was because I had uh, too many males and there was too much fighting happening and the part of it was the one male was chasing all the babies back in when they were little so it became easier to let them all out isolate the older ducks over here keep the younger ducks and the chickens over here and some of the chickens would hop the fence and they would run wild so but we're not doing that now. They um, they are um, all staying in pretty well until I let them out in the afternoon. And so all of my eggs are, are there <clears throat> for me to find at the right time. Then we come to church life where I share things that are going on with my faith and, and our church. Our Bible study and lunch and learn are on um, a break this week because we had our first hot dog sale yesterday. And I say first because I feel very confident that we're going to do it again. Um, maybe this year, maybe next year. I'm not sure. But everybody left yesterday feeling in, in good good shape um, <clears throat> about having future ones, I should say. I should be more uh, careful and clarify that. So I want to show you. Let me show you. Let me show you the cart, how the cart turned out. Some of you have seen it over in our, um, uh, da, 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 over in our telegram group. I want to, I want this first, I want this to be not like that. I want this to be like that. And then I want this to be Share that. And then I want to share it full screen. And then I want to, whoop, where'd it go? Whoop, 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 whoop. Come here, you. Come here, you. I want you to go like that. See? That's how it turned out. That's how my cart turned out. I'm really tickled with it. Um, it's supposed to, I don't have that other picture close enough to share it, uh, close enough in line to share it, but it's supposed to resemble a pickup truck with, with a, uh, I did uh, with a, um, um, like a little farm stand, portable farm stand made out of a bit of a pickup truck. So what I wasn't able to get done 
I wasn't able to get, and I hope you can see my pointer. I was wanting a fake, a, a simulated roof here so that you had like, um, like it would be a simulated shelter. Um, and I tried using the, um, the tin from the, when we had the, some scraps of tin from where we had the doghouse done. I just couldn't get it done in time. I just was getting frustrated trying to use the tin cutters that, that I, there was two different kinds I had. They were killing me and I just couldn't make them work. I couldn't cut in a straight line. I was getting so jagged. I stabbed my hands. I cut myself. It was, it was because I don't know what I'm doing. It's not like using scissors, but um, not for me anyway. Uh, so I opted just to stop. Okay. Just stop and just go with what you have and put all your pieces together. And the other day I put them all together and staged them up, made sure everything looked the way I wanted. And this is it in front of the wall of our fellowship hall. So I had um, wanted to make my own signage, which I perfectly can do. I did not have time. And you have to decide sometimes when do you stop and say, okay, this is okay. It's all right. So these, these three things here, well, these little signs, this one, this one, this one, this little truck here, and this little um, hayride sign here, um, they all came from the Dollar General. I know, I don't like to buy Made in China stuff, and I'm ki I kicked myself in a way for, for doing that, but it, I just, I was at a point where I had no other option, but, well, I guess I didn't have to do it at all, but I was going to, and that's what I needed to do because I wanted some signage on here. And obviously these are two straw bales that I picked up on Saturday. Saturday was a nightmare morning for me because I had to go to Sam's Club early. I ordered things uh, on the app Friday, uh, Friday evening while I was sitting with Mr. Holstein and I was writing some other stuff up for some other projects. And, and I was reaching over and I was ordering something and I was doing something else, <laughs> multitasking, they say, but not very effectively. And um, so I went Friday morning and picked those up. Uh, I went come back. Uh, I had also to run over to the Walmart, but it, I went to the one beside our Sam's Club, which is 20 some miles away. I swung by a local um, feed store, picked these two bales of straw up and uh, already had the pumpkins. Talked about those here a while back about how those stickers say not for human consumption. Yeah, that's what was on these. These are those pumpkins. And these flowers I had picked up at uh, at my local Walmart. These metal metal buckets. Oh, you can't see this one over here, but it's a galvanized bucket too. I got those years ago, so I've had those for a long time. And I set that there, and um, uh, the brother-in-law hauled it over for me. I was going to put it on the lawnmower, a riding lawnmower, and then I was trying to figure out how I was going to do all the parts, how I was going to move it, put it in place, get all my stuff. I did I have to come back to that? It just got to be too complicated. The brother-in-law said he could haul it over there, and that's what he did. And so I got it scooted in place after I put all the pieces together. And uh, that's what that looks. Let me see which direction. Is it this way? Uh, that's a little sign I did. <laughs> selfie camera. Selfie station. Selfie spot. And that's the grandnephew. That's my grandnephew, Damien. My niece's boy. He came over for some hot dogs and he took, got his picture and she shared that with me. So at least I know at least one person sat on it and hopefully a few others because I was inside. I didn't get to see who all may have taken the opportunity to have a seat on it. 
but now it is out front of my house. Um, out, out for, it's not in front of my house house, but it's out in my front yard setting for people to see it as they go by. So I, I was really tickled with it. I thought it turned out really well. Let's see. Uh, oh, and so we, um, I actually did some videotaping in my vehicle. Um, let me show you this real quick if I can. Do I do that way? I don't like that one. Wait a minute. This one? That one. That one. If you can see, if you can make this out, this is uh, some of the clothes that we had at the giveaway. And um, let me see if I go this way. Yeah. A couple more shots of, of those that uh, we had to give away. Uh, and that was, that was on Friday. Friday of last week that uh, they were setting those out and we were shuffling tables around and stuff. And that went real well too. I didn't count myself how many people came in. Uh, the young lady that was in charge of that from uh, the intern from Heart and Hand Ministry Outreach Ministries, uh, Brittany, her name was Brittany. She took care of all of that. So if you had come in and you um, picked up some clothing to take with you, she asked for your name and your, your city and... Um, like if kids picked up stuff with their parents, she would put little little Johnny and then the parent's name. And then she put little Johnny was the child of them. They had some some sheet that they had to use to keep track of. And uh, they, I think they had a total of 17 people come through. And or th no, it was I think it was 13, 13 people come through groups of people. So like one family unit was one sheet of paper. So she did she did 13 of those. And uh, gave away quite a bit, and we're we're pleased with that. We're not. Um, it's our first combined event. I know they're used to having much larger crowds, but we haven't done this before. So I was really tickled that in the brief window of time. I mean, we only went for four hours. We had ten people, or she had. Watch me trip. She had thirteen different pages of information. So. Um, she had she that was that was really nice and we had um 17 orders no that's not right we had we had more than 17 because we had we had like 20 it was 21 different orders order sheets for hot dogs and like one sheet had had 26 on it so um i don't remember the total number of hot dogs that we sold i've got it upstairs on a spreadsheet that I'm putting together to make the report on. So we, well, but we did sell, we were hoping to sell 200. We sold over half. So I want to say 106 because it was just like barely over half, which was not bad for three hours, our first time out the door. Now we're wanting to do this again. I think the ladies at, at the end of the day, when after we had everything cleaned up and put away, um, the ladies were all in agreement that they'd like to do it again. And I told them, I said, well, you know, rest on that. Think about what what adjustments we need to make in, in our processes, you know, because we ended up with a decent little process going of how we were, were filtering people in from ordering to getting the sheet to the people and paying, picking up your, your chips, your soft drink and picking up your order. Uh, so we had a good little flow there. We had a good number and then we had the four tables set up 
for different people if they wanted to eat while they were there. And we had those over to the side away from the clothing part. So people with hot dog hands weren't touching the, <laughs> touching the clothes. So I am real pleased with the way it went. Now, me, I was overly exhausted because I always go early. I mean, extra early. The doors weren't opening until 10 for the clothing and we weren't starting hot dogs till 11. But I was over there at 8.15, 8.30 because I'm in there setting setting different things up. Different ones of the ladies were coming in at different times to, to start in on different things. So it did. It went very smooth overall. And I was really pleased with it. We didn't have any major hiccups. We didn't have any major uh, personality conflicts. We had a little bit of tension. Um, but it wasn't anything that uh, a, a quick, you know, go ahead and sit down. I'll do this for a little while. That wouldn't fix, you know. But and it was just you know, we hadn't done it before, not together, not together. And I think we did really well. And I'm really proud of the ladies that, that helped with that. And, um, I, I'm willing to do it again. And then I'm willing to have somebody else take it. <laughs> I'll sit and take orders and collect the money and do all that stuff. <laughs> I'm ready to hand that off whenever somebody's ready to step up to take that. Because honestly, I do, I do have my hands full not not just the church i mean there's um there's a lot there's just a lot and um there's just a lot happening and each step is a little something else and each step is a little something else that somebody wants you to do uh, i'm not going to get into much of the uh news international news or na national or state level news everyone's aware at this point that um palestine has started an attack on on Israel over the weekend for us here in the U.S. It was on Saturday. I think it was on Saturday. Um, we are Saturday morning for us. I am not a a warmonger. I don't I don't like the idea that we have war. I'm not the one who's starting these wars, um, but I do have opinions on them. And where it all where is where it is at all possible to not have one, we should not be having them, people. We should not be having them. However, when it comes to the Middle East, I do have very traditional views. And I believe that the native peoples in that area where Israel is located are the Israelis. I believe they have been the subject of terrorist attacks from the day that they were given their state back by the global governments after World War II. I believe that the attack on Israel was unprovoked. Now, we can go back and say, oh yeah, but, but 10 years ago you looked at me sideways, so today I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I, I don't go for that. I don't go for that. I obviously don't live over there, obviously am not in the government, obviously don't know the military secrets and the back and forth of things. Uh, you know, where have they has Israel been doing going down in tunnels and poisoning people? I don't know that. What I do know is that they were attacked and I stand with Israel. And um, that's just it. That's just it. I am furious with my government at the national level. I'm furious with our president whoever it is because the guy that's sitting in the in the space the space taker the seat filler 
he don't have a day he don't have a clue what day of the week it is and um i'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today i could i could spend a lot of time on it like a lot of people are i don't have time to spend on it today like that um, i have to be out of here in about 15 minutes so um I'm actually recording this just barely before I would start having my actual live. And, but I can't, I gotta, I gotta boot scoot. I can't, I don't have a lot of time for this. But one of the other things I wanted to talk about was uh, a little bit was about setting boundaries. Um, I don't do a great job of that myself. So I, probably not the best one to take advice from on it, but I'd love to have that discussion, uh, maybe even Friday. And maybe if you've gotten this far in the show, you can make yourself a note to be here Friday or drop a note in Telegram of how you'd like to hear from me about it and share or share your, uh, how do you set your own boundaries? And I'm talking about personal uh, and, and, and work and, you know, related, not, not your real estate boundaries or things like that. Um, I had, I, I had, um, someone well-meaning, um, mentioned to me something, um, for a document that I put together, a, um, a written document that I put together. I had asked somebody to help, you know, would you like to contribute on this? Yeah, I'd love to. So I, I reached out to him a couple times and, uh, said, I, you, you mentioned that you wanted to, to help with this. I'd love to have your help. I need to have it by, you know, the end of the month. A lot of the stuff that I do is on the end of the month deadline. So, um, and then crickets, you know, nothing, nothing. So I was having a conversation yesterday about it and it was, well, I, I post these daily updates, so you can just go get one of those. And I said, no, I can't. That was one of the boundaries I had to, I had to, I had to do, I had to set that boundary because, and it's, this is an example. It's an example. This is not a whining exercise, although it kind of is. It's, it's one of the ways that I process things in a lot of women. And so you'll hear women saying stuff and then you'll offer to fix it for them. And they say, no, I don't want you to fix it. And then you guys are confused about that because one of the ways that we process and work out kinks and knots and things in our in a situation that we're trying to figure out is to talk out loud and so i can be standing in a room trying to figure out where to put this picture uh don't want to put it here because you know here's the light and the light will get in and they might fade it but then you can't see it from here i will say that out loud i'll be standing in a room by myself and saying i want to put that there but if i put it there i get this over here then i have to move that it's how some of us process it. You know, it's how we work things out. And I'm one of those people. So I'm, I'm sharing this to, to par partially flesh that kind of thing out. But also, I'd like to hear the way you do it. I would also like for you to tell me how you process these things. This is a boundary situation for me. I have more than my fair share of stuff to do. It's not a brag. It's not a complaint. It's a statement. The stuff that I do for the church takes an enormous amount of time. And most people who aren't involved with the church at that level don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. So when I put together the Sunday service, it can take me three or four hours. It's not just, oh, here's some music. 
it's it's thematic. It's there are themes to the day in the Methodist Church in our lectionary. Can I go away from that? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Then it's going to take six hours because I'm trying to put it all together from scratch. So the lectionary lets, gives you some things to to piece together to make make your service. And and so most of the services have the same theme for the day. I kind of don't like that, but I see what the purpose of it is. It's like when you get to Christmas time and you kind of know starting when Advent starts, there's going to be a theme to every Sunday up until Christmas and then uh, after, uh, out until you know, um, after Christmas and, and then there's pieces you, you put together and it just can take some time and trying to decide which is the best song for your church out of this list of suggested songs, but you can go over here and do anything you want. But if you're having an up, very uplifting service, which they're not all, I mean, some of the services are intended to make you think about difficult things, but if let's say you're having a very uplifting service, you don't want to, you don't want to end your service with swing low, sweet chariot. So that's a very, that's a very sad drawn, you know, that's coming for to take me home. Yeah, we all want to go home. <laughs> the better song would be when we all get to heaven. So working all those things out, a larger church is going to have uh, a choir director, it's going to have a music director, it's going to have the pastor, it's going to have a superintendent or or lay lay speaker or lay servant. And you're all going to work together on a piece of something. You're all going to put your pieces together. Right now, my church is so small. I'm the only one doing it. Except on communion Sundays. And the pastor's putting his sermon together. And he handles communion and, and stuff like that. But I'm still laying it out. I'm still laying it out. And I'm still laying out the stuff um, as we get started. Then, so you got several hours of that. I print all that. You know, I'm, the, I'm I'm printing it. I'm printing the bulletins. I'm printing my notes. I'm I'm sorting those and folding those. I'm when I get when I get to the church, and I'm posting them on social media. Okay, so when from start to finish, it can take me five hours to do a service. You know, we get it all laid out, get it all done. Some churches don't use bulletins. I think they're very handy for our our folks so that they can get ready. Like especially music, they can be presetting their books, getting ready for the books. If they don't hear what I'm saying, you know, here's the here's the hymn number. <clears throat> they can get to it themselves. And it gives them something to take back and to study because we have stuff on the back and we have our announcements on there. And it's all I think it's all good. Now, <clears throat> that can take four to five hours from start to finish. Uh, Wednesday Bible study. It doesn't take four to five hours because it's it's kind of canned and that we're using uh, videos. So it's just a, um, the video part of it. But I'm still printing out the study guide, getting those ready. But I'm also setting up the AV. Now for next Wednesday's Bible study, I'm going to have to go to the church, go to the fellowship hall. And I'm going to have to set tables up again. I'm going to have to set the AV up again. I'm going to have to set all of that up again. Because we don't have it set up now because we just had the hot dog sale, which was another reason not to have service, on, not to have Bible study on Wednesday. Because <clears throat> I got to we got to redo all of that. <clears throat> but that takes a while to set up the lunch and learns. I've got to chase down people. I say chase, but I got to find people to do the lunch and learns. I'm out of ideas at this point. I'm out of contacts at this point. And I'm out of things that I can offer to share at this point. I don't, there's nothing else I do that would be remotely interesting to anyone else. 
you know, so I, I'm, I'm scrambling trying to find ideas for not next week because we're supposed to have a committed person, but now I'm getting the feeling that she's wavering committed for one more week. Well, I can lay off for the, for the winter and kick back up in February or something. I kind of hate to lose that momentum, but we'll see what happens. So I'm getting all of that together. I have to get the advertisements for those in way in advance. So the one for this week should have been in last week to be in the paper. I'm putting that up on social media. I'm designing the social media graphics for those events because I have to for our grant. I'm tracking the grant. I'm depositing the money from the church. I'm keeping track of, of just a lot of stuff for the church in addition to just the Sunday service. So in a week's time, I'm probably got, I probably got 24 to 36 hours worth of, of work time just for the church stuff. Just for the church stuff. Not a complaint. It's just not, it's just, it's a statement. So you can see where I'm going. I've got this. I'm working on the social media. As a content creator, I'm trying to develop that. It's getting hard because I'm having so many outward conflicts with that. Um, but I'm also trying to promote my business with this as well. Holstein House is a legitimate LLC. I do things here. I sell things here. I sell eggs. I have room. I have the room. I sell soaps when I have them. You know, with um, with our direct book guests, we have um, special breakfasts I make for them and and things. So there there is there's that. I home can my food. I take care of my pantry. I take care of my household. You know. I, it, home canning food doesn't, you know, it's not a two minute thing. It takes hours. Managing your pantry when done right takes uh, two, three, four hours. Well, just to manage it doesn't take that long. To keep it stocked, to keep it, keep your uh, records, keep, you know, keep refilling it. That takes a lot of time. I've got to shop for, you know, for the family. I've got to shop for the pets. The dogs need to go to the vet right now. They haven't been. <laughs> because I don't have time. You know, a well-run house takes time. We talked about that before. A well-run home. We shouldn't say just housewife because a well-run home is a job in itself. And it's not just an eight-hour job. And that's not pandering to, to those who stay home. That's a statement of fact. You know, we used to look at home, home, the care of the home and the efficient running of a home as an art and a science. Because there's a science in you got to do these things to have them ready by this time. You have to know time. You have to do things. It's if you're used like sourdough or even handmade bread. You know, if you're making handmade bread, it takes hours and you've got to monitor that. You got to plan that out. I got to have this this loaf coming out of the oven at 425. Then you got to back plan all of that. And there's dad. I have a responsibility to help my father. He's my father. He raised me until I was 17 and left home, but he raised me and he's taking care of me. And he's, you know, every time I had a flat and didn't have anybody else to call, here he come. You know, if the car wouldn't start and I had nobody else to call here, you know, I could call dad. Well, it's, it's his turn now for me to do that for him. And so today, part of the reason today's uh, live is, is, the way it is and I'm trying to watch time because I'm going to have to get this uploaded 
I have to get this. I got to watch the time so I can get this uploaded so I can have it in place so that I can go and be. It's because of the appointment, follow-up appointment from dad's test last week. Well, the week before. We couldn't get it in last week. So this is going to be all day. So I'm going to take him for his test, which is fine. Then I'm going to take him. We're going to do his bank deposits. Then he's going to get something to eat. Then he's got to stop by the pharmacy. So we've got a whole day of stuff to do. And I've got someone saying, oh, don't you, you can't just go find this article from something I've already posted and included in what you're sharing out. No, I, I can't. Why, how, why is it so difficult to just share that to me? You know, copy and paste it in a Facebook message. Email it to me. Instead of me trying to spend 20 minutes hunting and searching when I, I don't have that extra 20 minutes. I really don't. I am over obligated. And I do that from time to time. And then I have to cut back. And there are other things going on that I don't share with the world that need to be taken care of. There are, and we've had this conversation before. I've talked about the doghouse when I just got the roof on it that I need to empty it out. And I have time to do that. I've got to have time to empty the Ramsey house out. Uh, we've got some trailers over at Dad's that need to be emptied out so they can be torn down. I need help doing that and I have help doing that. You know, people want paid to clean things out, but they also want to keep everything and sell it and make more money than that. So I'm not ready, ready to pay you to take away my things so you can sell them. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I don't, is the time on this? I don't think the time's on this, on this view. Do, 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 do. Come on. Mm, I don't see it telling me how much time I've spent on here yet. Because it, oh, there, there it is. So I'm just shy of an hour, but I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up. I, I can't, um, I can't spend any more time on it today. <laughs> I've got to go. But I am interested on Friday for you to share with me how you manage setting boundaries on your time. Because when you tell people, I can't do that, or I won't do that, or you just simply say no, and we've had this conversation, no is a perfectly acceptable response. You can say no. It's okay. It's acceptable to me, but it's not acceptable to everyone. So when someone says, will you, and I say no, and I leave it there. Well, why not? Well, I'm, I'm not, there's, there's no rule in the world that says I have to explain why or why not. I choose no. I choose not to do it. My reasons are my business. And for you to press and to get upset because I say, not, not you, but you know what I'm saying. For you to press and to be upset because you're told no is your own issue to deal with, not mine. So we need to learn to accept when someone tells you no to leave it there and not take it personal we take so many things personally we had someone at the hot dog sale yesterday that um, was sitting not far from me and got really upset when someone else walked in the door and made a big deal out of it oh 
I shouldn't be here. I knew I shouldn't have come in here because look, look who just came in the door. And I thought, well, so they're over there. You're over here. I'm telling you, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good. It's gonna be all it's gonna get out. It's gonna be bad. Huh? And the other person left. They'd come in, picked something up, and and went back out. I said, calm down. Oh no, no, it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be. I mean, this person was getting themselves worked up because somebody else walked in a door and left. We you don't need to do that. Someone walks in the door that you don't like or you don't get along with, unless you have a restraining order on them. Just sit there and keep your tongue shut. Keep your mouth shut. If something's going to start, let them start and let the people in the building who are responsible for the event or whatever it is, deal with that person who's showing their hind in. You just sit there. You don't need to get all animated. But then... When this person was, it's all right. It's just, they're gone. It's no big deal. Then they were getting offended. Then they were upset because they thought we were dissing, disrespecting them. Oh, it's because of how I'm dressed. What's because of how you're dressed? Well, you, you don't believe me. Then you, you think, mm, didn't say that. You shouldn't make assumptions because sometimes you're wrong. I don't have a problem with, you're fine. Just because somebody else treated you bad doesn't mean I'm going to treat you bad or the next person's going to treat you bad. But at any rate, I'm going to wrap it up there. Think about that. Think about that and join me on Friday at 10. If you got this far in, then obviously you're kind of interested in what I'm saying today. I, I ask that you consider subscribing, but please at least hit whatever, uh, version and, and because i stream this to rumble and i stream it to youtube and and stuff so whatever version of a like there is is a thumbs up a smiley face the word like whatever it might be i hope you'll i hope you'll tick that so that it helps the algorithm uh for the show and if you don't subscribe already think about it you know go through a few other things sometimes they kind of go all over the place <laughs> sometimes they're pretty focused but um i'd like to think that we could have a good conversation about stuff I do have to cut it off there, though. I am um, I am up against time today. I don't have the opportunity to uh, uh, to extend things. I'm going to try to get my outro music lined up here because it's only just me. <laughs> you know, when you're putting the show notes together for this, it can take a couple hours and then do the show and then upload. So that's four hours, you know, a show and eight hours a week. And, you know, there's that, too. And I know I'm selling like I'm, I'm whining and moaning. <laughs> but really I'm not. And, um, um, I just, uh, I'd like to think that, uh, you understand and we can talk about this on Friday some more. So I do have to go, please like, and subscribe and share, share the stuff out so that some other folks can get a chance to, to figure out, maybe they'd like to, like to subscribe and join in and, and participate with us. So I'm going to go, if I do this right, I'm going to go now. <laughs> We'll talk to you later. We'll see you Friday, 10 o'clock Friday. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House.
Till next time. Bye-bye.